Not for this. <laughs> okay, we're going to jump right into it. Hi, folks. Good afternoon. Welcome to Cake Shop. How are you doing? Come on, give me more than that. It's Saturday afternoon, you're out, you're drinking. Awesome. My name is Jeremy Ween. I am the founder and head of programming for the New York City Podcast Festival. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today for the show. Um, just a couple of things real quick. If you have a phone on you, please make sure it's turned on silent. We are recording this live. Hate for someone's... Uh, alarm to go off during the recording. Also, um, if you're using social media this weekend, please uh, use our hashtag. It is hashtag NYCPodFest. We want to see your photos, your thoughts, the fun of the weekend. And uh, with all of that in mind, is, uh, is everyone ready to get the show started? Yeah. I'm not starting the show with that. I said, are you ready to get the show started? Please welcome to the stage, the Dave Jessica Podcast. Hey, hey, okay, all right, let's get it going, this is going to be unbelievable, uh, let's see, we got it worked, shut up, yeah, how you doing everybody, it's the Dave Joscow Podcast, coming to you live from the cake shop, down on the Lower East Side, Ludlow Street, 3 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday, prime time, podcasting time, in front of a live audience. Podcast, the greatest podcast ever. Am I right? Yeah, the Lower East Side, where nobody my age is supposed to be, but here we are anyway. Please join us in welcoming the great Dave Just Got Podcast. You thought I was going to introduce somebody else, but no. Gotta wait till the music finishes. Okay. So, yes, it is uh, the first live podcast ever. I'm sitting in this awkward seat uh, because I just felt, uh, I don't know, I felt good about it when I got here. Uh, how are you all doing tonight? This is awkward. You know, usually I'm by myself um, in life and in the podcast. And, uh, but, so, you know, I'm nervous. You know, the other day I did my show. Oh, hi, Allison. Let's see. Um, the other day I did my show. Uh, it, in my apartment for my cat, and uh, that went really well. She always seems to enjoy the performances uh, by giving a rousing, so, and I know that means, oh my God, I love your show. <laughs> so that's kind of awesome. So let's uh, get the guests. I've got this unbelievable panel of best friends, and I have best friends in the audience. Hey, you guys. And it is a completely diverse panel. I mean, it's unbelievable. Let me start by introducing, oh, here I have the uh, credits. My first guest, <laughs> my first guest will be at the Comedy Exposition in her hometown of Chicago, Saturday, July 23rd. You can see her in the Jim Gaffigan Show and the movie Trainwreck. Please welcome Marina Franklin. Black music. Yeah, you're my black friend, and it's from the movie Foxy Brown. I thought you might like it. Yeah, welcome to the show. You know me. I guess I do. I. Uh, all right, that's the show. The intro, I love seeing you do that. Stuff. The intro? Like when you do that voice. Nobody sees it. It's a podcast. You just listen to it. You know, you have to talk into the mic, right? Uh, it's tall. You know, when I work with comedians. I feel like I don't have to tell them to talk into the mic, but <laughs> I do every time. I don't know why. 
Well, it's it was high. It was like really up All there. right, grow up. All right. <laughs> My next guest <laughs> will be at the Palm Beach Improv in the West Palm Beach, Florida, all Memorial Day weekend at the Gotham Comedy Club right here on the island of Manhattan, which they call Manhattan Island, uh, Tommy Bahamas, <laughs> rightly, <laughs> on uh, July 22nd and the 23rd. Uh, you can see her from a regional comedy special, Only Whores Wear Purple, and the Amazon series, Red Oaks. Please welcome Rachel Feinstein. <laughs> Music is more, yeah, appropriate. Well, Hava Tequila, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to pick up. Hello, Rachel. It's nice to see you. I'm trying to do the most racist intros that I can. Do you like it? Yeah. I know you don't particularly care for being Hebrew, but... Um, not true. I found that music very arousing. <laughs> I hear that often. Uh, Rachel, thank you so much for doing the show. My uh, final... Yes? I already regret it. <laughs> totally understand. My final guest wrote his own intro. A filmmaker and writer with a new article on the social and political forces that killed 90s hip-hop coming out this Sunday on Medium.com and he now works for Sesame Street. Please welcome Memo Salazar. Take a lesson from Cuban and I'll teach you to chick chicky boom, chick chicky boom, chick chicky boom. Memo Spanish. I thought a little Desi Arnaz would be delightful. Boom chicky boom, boom chicky boom, which is great because he's Cuban and you're Mexican. Right. So it's total diss. Well, thank you. Well, thank you guys for coming. I really appreciate it. I think we're already off to a rousing start. I like that you still say Spanish. You say Spanish and Oriental. You you really. You're an ignorant Wait, wait, man. Spanish is not cool? You don't really say Well, it's not. Spanish. Spanish are people from Spain. It's a yeah. faraway country. I thought country. you could use Spanish for anybody who's Mexican <laughs> or Cuban or yeah, no, no, anybody you of Espanol descent. No? It's true if it's 1948. Yeah, well, you see, <laughs> I'm so upset that I'm only you know 50 because I want to be 75 so I can just say colored people <laughs> and... You know, Orientals, because I'm like, what? They changed it? Oh, no, I, I wasn't aware. But I'm still too young, actually, to uh, the people like, you know, they changed it. I'm like, no, I didn't. I really didn't hear. I just, my father kept saying it. It seemed okay at the time. Your father was Archie Punker. Um, just to be fair, if we were going to play uh, an intro for me, I would be playing... Um, uh, this one, I think you'll like it. Uh, it's kind of a classic. And Sun's up. Yes. It's a little after 12. You guys know this one? Make breakfast for myself. It's the opening to Legally Blonde. Leave the word for <laughs> someone else. Look, I did it to myself. Hey, what's up? <laughs> I see you everywhere. <laughs> last time I saw you, it was Ava Pagoda's funeral. <laughs> Say what it is. that's a pal. <laughs> Come on, now it gets good. You know this singer, this Hoku. Big day. What's happening with the nothing's gonna whatever. Alright, I'm putting it down. Nobody cares. I don't understand. Nobody likes the uh, themes to legally blonde. What the, the hell happened podcast. to this country? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I thought I would burn myself by you thinking I'm gay anyway, so what's the difference? Do you know the person that wrote that song? There's a guy in this audience, his name is Chris Murphy, he's sitting right there. He actually saw, get this connection, he actually saw the girl that wrote that and performs that song, he went to go see her father perform in Hawaii. 
Is that not true, Mr. Murphy? Exactly. Who's her father? Shut up, you bastard. You always try and ruin everything I do. His, her father's saying, yeah, you, you might remember it from this song, which is the worst song of all time, but he was known for it. Where is it? Oh, it's really low. You remember this one? I mean, you probably don't remember it, but nobody cares, but he went to go see it. Well, not only I Dream a Genie, it's funny because... When, you know, Hawaii is so, you know, new, technically, every sitcom <laughs> or that show mean? that was in, on in the 60s, because it was like just became a state like 10, 15 years before, like all had facts about Hawaii, even when the Brady Bunch went there, they're like, I, it says right here that the Oahu Island was actually discovered, like even on I Dream a Genie, they do factual stuff about Hawaii. So you could technically show your kids I Dream a Genie episodes and it would be educational. But King Kamehameha first said... <laughs> Can you say that again? King please? Kamehameha. <laughs> please pass the poi. <laughs> now, uh, let's concentrate on my guests, even though I hate that because I like concentrating more on myself. Um, <laughs> I have always wondered why you have a podcast. Yeah, because you're I, not I curious like... about other people. No, I'm not. I prefer doing it myself, but they forced me to have guests. I'm like... you. You can't you just let me do my reading of Hannah and her sisters myself? And they're like, no, you need guests. And uh, apparently you guys aren't much of a draw. <laughs> so have you embarrassing for you. I well, in the afternoon hours. Well, have you ever oh. had this many? No. This no they, is actually, this, this is a record uh, for The you, only time too. we had this many was on our Tony podcast. <laughs> where we were deciding which one was going to win Tony's. Hello. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, it's funny that everybody thinks that's a joke. Um... Now, Marina and Rachel, are you guys, first of all, you guys were both in Trainwreck. Yes, we were. Your yes. career's parallel in many ways. <laughs> um, also, are you both in the new Pete Holmes show? Are you both in or just Marina? No, you were in the pilot, I weren't you? I was you? in the pilot. Yeah. I haven't done anything on, in this season yet. But you will. She's in the pilot, though. Yeah. So you're both working on this new HBO, Judd Apatow, Pete I'm Holmes show. Just so you know. Yeah, Marina's <laughs> in it. She almost wasn't able to be here today because she is filming it, but not today. Oh. It, Oh. <laughs> oh. Did I say something? I mean, what, the, what? Is that not the correct? Aunt? You're the worst podcast guest I've ever had in my <laughs> life, and I've had them all. <laughs> and a man of my position is not to be made to look ridiculous. Now you talk on that microphone and you say uh, something funny. Hi. Hey. <laughs> it's hard for, for me at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, it's my God. Weird. You guys are such comedians. See, this is, uh, you know, I work regular hours, so <laughs> this is like prime time for me. I'm like ready to go. <laughs> I also, I ran today, so I have uh -huh, no, and I didn't uh -huh. eat. Yeah, so that's I don't great. Well, Rachel energy. and I did Soul Cycle, so. We did. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right, everybody. Before we came here, we're so dedicated. Rachel and I did Soul Cycle together. It's really funny because there are these two pound weights that you have to use for a really small period of time, and Jessica gets you, really overwhelmed with a lot of anxiety because you know he can't do the two personal, pound weights. Like, I just it's a very personal. hard for me. <laughs> I think girls are just better at lifting stuff for long periods. Like that's well, that's what I notice. I always see the boys taking breaks with their arms when your arms are in the air. They say we have endurance, yeah. Is Whenever that true? I look over at him, he's like red and panting. He's like, oh, it's too much. You know, that's so unfair. You're just making that up because I was looking over you. You weren't even paying attention to what the instructor was doing. You were working your own workout. Too. You don't I even pay I attention. I have spin on things. See, so you admit it. I do. Because <laughs> like, they're like, all right, now get up out of your seat. And you're just still sitting, just riding the bike like it's you're just going Rachel through the country. Rachel does that when we box 
our training for uh, boxing. Oh, I she heard does that. that. Yeah. yeah, she, she just does her own thing, right? She dances. <laughs> she dance. she what did you say? You called yourself a nasty whore while you were doing strut lunges. No, what happened was Keith Robinson boxes with us. And he does this thing while he's boxing where he pretends to, like, beat off. And I'm, this is what he does. I'm sorry. But he pretends to beat off and throw the cum around the gym. It's disgusting. I didn't come up with it. And then Rachel receives that. it with her mouth. Like, <laughs> I, I don't actually you pretend receive, to receive it. it. I, joke it. I joke back. But the problem is people don't know the irony, you know. Yeah, because so they're like real I, people. They're non-comics. Horrified. <laughs> yeah. I don't really, like, I, I don't really actually, like, mock I'm sorry. What I do is kind of act like I'm collecting it in a basket, you know, sort of an imaginary basket. Um, Keith Robinson's imaginary jism you're collecting <laughs> in a basket. Just to be clear, that's what we're talking about, right? Right, yes. Uh, he started this game at the gym, and um, but the problem is, and, and then he screams and abuses all of us, and he'll be like, why is Rachel a whore? Like as soon as anybody <laughs> yes. walks in. And then um, they put us in the back room because of it. There was this anorexic woman on the treadmill that just kept complaining about Keith. And so now they put us in this like padded room in the back. Like, <laughs> Really? She was complaining about Keith? Yeah, because he screams. Like, it, and it, Nobody understands that he's like ironically insulting us. It's just like she just sees every woman walk in and he's like, hey, you goddamn whores. He's one of, yeah. Keith is one of those guys and he just recently passed away. <laughs> and um, he, oh, he's alive? Yeah. Oh, oh. No, so and sorry. well. Oh, oh, he had I mean, a stroke. I haven't seen I'm his sorry. special, his HBO um, special, winding down on the porch. It's about the. <laughs> it's about how he's in the winter of his life. <laughs> uh, no, Keith is like one of the funniest guys ever. I guess in, in a sense, like me, he's much funnier off stage. Uh, you know, when he's just talking right. to you in a in a crowd <laughs> than he is actually on stage. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's still funny on stage, but you know what I mean. Yeah, he yeah. This morning we Facetime. He Facetimes me and um, harass like calls says my hair looks like slave hair and <laughs> says like I, I look like the original uh, lesbian, the Harriet Tubman. <laughs> so I I'm like you called me. Why are you? He just laughs. And that's even better because like Marina's been like nothing. He's you know he was in the hospital for a little bit like recovering and Ra Marina was there like every step of the way and now he's just like you look like Harriet Tubman. <laughs> <laughs> the thanks you get, but maybe that's why the problem at the door here oh, at yeah, this place where you couldn't sky. get in with your bottled water. And then you I came thought in. It was a black you always thing. make it a black thing. I assumed out. it was. Why Ever were they since stopping I've known you? you. Why wouldn't I assume You were that? like, is this because she's black? <laughs> they were, you were the first person I saw them stop at the door, and there was a problem. He smiled really big, though, when you said that. Did you notice? I did notice. <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah. it is. That guy is treating PodFest 2016 like the president is going to be at one of the <laughs> sessions. He's got a thing in his ear, but I don't think it's working. I don't think there's anyone on the other side. No, there can't. Who's communicating? That's what I'm saying. Him. Who Why are you talking was that necessary? To? I go is that on Halloween? I just have the earpiece, but then I, you know, but it's phony. There's nothing happening. <laughs> Had sex that year too. It was sexy. It's a sexy outfit. Sexy out girls uh, respond to that. What year was that? <laughs> it's a while ago. It was in the 21st century. Oh, that's shut up, Memo. <laughs> Memo works on Sesame Street. He shouldn't even be talking about stuff like this. It's true. Okay Thanks for outing me. Yeah, go ahead. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody, listen, nobody listens to my podcast. You can tell by the amount of people that are here, which are more than anybody that listens, which That's is great. That's not true. Your mom told me she listened once, and she doesn't care Actually, Jessica Pilot's mom listens. That's about it. Really? Yeah, she listens every week, yeah. This girl, this mutual friend we all have, Jessica Pilot, who now books the Stephen Colbert show. Her mom listens every week, 
and that's how she communicates with her mom because they're not talking. So she's like, well, Dave Juskow says that you're actually making a lot of trouble for some people at the show. She goes, why would he say that? Well, you tell her, and then I make a message to her mom. I'm like, oh, Jessica's mom, Jessica says that that's not true, and uh, I'm the communicator too. I'm just so happy somebody's listening, you know. I don't care what it takes. I'll do whatever they ask me to do. Um, I have one other thing I want to say is the Preakness. And uh, my friend Allison in the audience was kind enough to get me uh, a ticket to the Derby today. Um, thank you, by the way. And the funny thing is, I said, she goes, you, you, the, apparently the pool that she's in, because, you know, they got rid of the OTBs, much to my chagrin, I was the only one going um, here in the city. So you can't, you know, bet on the, the horses anymore. You can't bet on the ponies here anymore. I had to go to the Meadowlands last year to bet on the Kentucky Derby. I mean, it was a nightmare. I don't know why I don't have, like, a lot of 22-year-old listeners. Um, now, Jeffrey so Gurian was asleep <laughs> for a full minute. That's hard to do. <laughs> He's, like, up and at him. Himself a nice, deep nap. Um, but, uh, yeah, so she has a you, – your thing is that you have a – you get it, and it's, like, a pool, and everybody picks one thing. Is that what it is? It's a cup with little pieces of Right, right. So, uh, and it's winner takes all. So I just said, but I didn't know what it was beforehand. So I just said, uh, put $20 on cherry wine for me. And um, she just goes, it's not like that. You just pick it out of a hat. And uh, what did I get? Cherry wine! <laughs> did you hear the controversy? Wait. Did you hear the controversy? Or no, not controversy, but uh, they had a Twitter thing trend on black horse names. Oh, really? Yeah, because they were like, like, and so black people were having fun with it. Like, who who ordered gratuity? (laughs) (laughs) Coming down the lane, who ordered gratuity? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, hell no. Um, That's what the horse's name, (laughs) oh, hell no. Yeah, I forget. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Coming Uh, down the track. (laughs) <laughs> there were some other ones, but I loved Who Ordered Gratuity. That was the best. <laughs> That's a classic. Chris, you remember that, that guy that was in your comedy class? Yeah. He go, oh, oh my. Well, let's not say his name. Okay. It's like, like, the guy was. Oh, yeah. Well, he doesn't care. He get, we explained to him why his jokes were racist. He's one of those Italian guys from Jersey. Like what I was saying before, how I want to be, like, and be like, I didn't know that was bad. This guy was that guy. I'm not sure if he... I don't know. I know he, we figured it out. Anyway, he was talking about how he was working out of Fridays, was it? Yeah. He was working out of Fridays. And he goes, these people come in and these... These, <laughs> oh, these no. people come in and these hordes of people and they're, oh. they're always like, I want ribs. So we know... <laughs> We know <laughs> then. Right? We know then they're they're black. But the worst part is he just go. Then he, I think he does that line. What's the other line that he does, which is my favorite? Oh, he goes. They come in. They're uneducated. That's what he says. And Chris and I were laughing so hard because he. It really seems like he doesn't know. So, we explained it to him, but we said no. You should keep doing it anyway. It's really funny. <laughs> See what happens. It's, I actually pulled him aside and said, "Hey, 
realize, you know, me and Dave are laughing. <laughs> they come in, they're uneducated, they order ribs. I don't know what their problem is. And then the bill comes. Oh, my God. I mean, it's like every racial That's stereotype. That's why Trump is so popular. Because he's doing <laughs> all of, my lines? Yes. <laughs> Well, that's why I voted for him. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Memo, don't get memo. Don't even. I saw you heading for the water. I'm not saying anything. I'm heading for the water. Memo wrote an hour and a half version of why Bernie Sanders is the shit. (laughs) We couldn't even. I couldn't. I tried to read it because I am your friend. Thank you. But it was about 30 pages long. It was long. But you know what? 500,000 people read it, so I'm okay. I know. And that's why you got this other one coming out. That's right. About who killed 90s pop. Hip-hop. Hip-hop. 90s hip-hop. I can tell you who did. I did. You're welcome, America. All right. I'm an old man. <laughs> I don't have time for hip hop. <laughs> Rachel, who are you voting for? Hillary. I don't know who that is. is it? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I'll probably vote for her too. I think In Trump is actually. You know, it's. I'm not going to vote for him, but he is fun. Oh, he's so much fun. He, did you see what he said about uh, the woman that worked for him? She was overweight, and he goes. He said, you, you know, it's okay. You just you really like your candy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? But is that, that bad? Just because it's the same thing. How can I be mad at him? I think I'm only saying I'm voting for Hillary because I <laughs> actually don't want to tell anybody. I think I might. I mean, I know it's bad, and I know he's crazy, but that is going to be a fun four years. <laughs> and it's going to be very entertaining every day. But I'll probably end up doing the right thing. Now, in the primaries, I am a registered Republican. There's nothing I can do about that. But Rachel knows why. Because um, talking to the microphone, my God, because why do his I get hero to is Alex P. Microphone? Keaton from Family Ties. So, <laughs> it's really, it's a it's a great reason. It's true. I couldn't wait the day I turned 18 to go. And he down. always goes. I mean, I would be a Democrat. I just can't technically. I'm like. You're not using the word technically <laughs> properly. He's like, technically, I can't change. I'm like, no, no, technically, you can, and technically, you're a moron. <laughs> but he refuses to become a Democrat just because he loves Alex Keaton. Alex V. Keaton had some very good points. He was also a big Nixon fan. He's like, but remember when he spun around in the chair in that episode? It was so exciting. Well, then he's, and then he sees the favorite. He's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite. I mean, come on. Everybody loves Michael J. Fox. Now even more than ever. You know, I've said it on this podcast before that I even I say, and I have only one friend who agrees with me, that he worked himself so hard, had a nervous breakdown, was doing Back to the Future and Family Ties at the same time. I think that's what causes Parkinson's. <laughs> yeah, that's medically proven, I think. Yeah. Well, it, no, nobody knows what causes it, so why can't I have my opinion? Yes, Mr. Murphy. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. He, Chris said that many people might have had this disease from a sitcom he did in Canada. So you're saying Oh, yeah, there was like Canada, something in the kind air. Kind of like uh, the way John Wayne and uh, Agnes Moorhead, uh, oh, the way they uh, built Esmeralda the set. from Bewitched died because they did some movie in, during the Manhattan Project, right? When they tested the bomb and nobody told John Wayne, he's like, now wait a minute, Pilgrim. <laughs> I know you wanted to hear the, the classics. Uh, <laughs> he's, that was... Oh, I tell you what, really. <laughs> oh, he, Alan Young. Alan Young died. You know, I was just watching that show the other day, and it's still hilarious. It's still hilarious. The he he took he wouldn't let his horse, Mr. Ed, watch TV last week, and he goes, "Come on, Wilbur, I'm my favorite show is on." So he uh, came to the window where him and his wife were watching TV. What? 
<laughs> Look, I'm doing the peace sign, too. I was really getting into it. Anyway, um, he comes to the window while they're watching him and his wife are watching TV. And he's like, damn it, Ed. Like, he's just, the horse is just sticking his face in the window. How is that not hilarious? What's the matter with people that they didn't find that show funny? Yeah, and he's got reading glasses when he's reading from a book. Oh, that's even funnier. I didn't even get that. Oh, my God. There's so many <laughs> things that make it so funny. We, we went from Donald Trump to Mr. Ed in like three minutes. That's it's what I... Thank impressive. you. Welcome to the Dave Juskow podcast. <laughs> that's why I don't have a name for it. I don't know what to call it. I talk about show tunes and sports. Only me. You should just call it just me. <laughs> what, did you just me? Yeah, just me. And wait, what did They're you... They're here, but it's really just me. me. What was you making fun of gay people? No, I, I think it's funny that you just, it's like you come out of the closet every day again and again and again. You just won't call it what it is. It's not, it's not just about admitting you're gay. It's just, be, it's becoming who you already were. Think I don't know like what that, that means. Don't yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's gay people in the audience who don't care for that. For me being gay. Wardrobe. People always say it would be so much that's easier true, to be gay. True. but yeah, Right, well, that's not. where people know I'm not gay. You can come to my apartment. I have no decorating skills. And no wardrobe skills, and that for sure proves <laughs> that but I'm some other Selena, third thing. The cat does. How does that? But that's not. Oh, she has taste. <laughs> what are you saying? Selena knows how to decorate. Right, an your love and affection for Selena is that a makes me gay. gay. A little bit. A little I, bit. You've seen that cat. That makes you a lesbian. Yeah. Oh, well, that makes more sense. Yeah. He falls asleep. I guess I'm kind of, of a lesbian. Her. I do not fall asleep inside of her. You do too. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what Rachel says all the time, and now it's so bad that I think about it when my cat snuggles up against me. I'm like, oh, my God, just stay away. You know, before I knew about anything, some douchebag came to our elementary school and told us that the penis had to get close enough to the vagina to have sex, and I think this is why I'm really messed up. He said, close enough. He never talked about penetration, which is what I needed to hear. So I would hug my mother and put my butt far away from her because I thought I was going to get her pregnant. Insight. Insight. Yeah, it's, that's true. Some douchebag. And if I ever find that guy again, I swear to God, he must be still alive. Because you know how like you always thought your teachers were so much older than you, there's no way they could still be alive? Then it turns out they were like 10 years older. You know, They were like our age now or whatever or 10 years ago for me. Uh, <laughs> but it is funny. You find out your teachers are like just people. It's like so. F- they're like what? Wait, how does he have a girlfriend? I thought for sure he was gay. No, he just. Oh yeah, Chris is eating eleven because it's making. Mm, stop it! It's making me pucker. That's so rude. <laughs> it's our favorite uh, gag from the Little Rascals. Might as well go for it all today. So we're talking about Mr. Ed and Little Rascals. <laughs> Rachel, um, yeah. you're sitting there quietly, which is a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you haven't really <laughs> no, you, you haven't really let us in I, t- I didn't want any guests <laughs> Andrea made me get guests <laughs> I didn't want any so you people when and when you I say you people, people I just meant you Marina like, I really want to interview I just need to interview you don't interview anyone Memo probably hasn't been asked a single question he's just no, been I, sitting I, yeah, that's I why he likes me because I'm just quiet this lovely just, man and I mean here. you know he has a pretty interesting life if you would talk into the microphone I would totally ask you <laughs> questions right am I right people I'm going to play I, you can hear but I what think, happens I think when we her play lev- it back her level is a little low though 
Oh, is it? Was I not talking to the mic? Okay. Yeah, Jessica's level is for some reason 20 times higher. Thank, than and thank you for that. I asked for that. Because a lot of times my guests are louder and I don't like that. Now, look, when we do one-on-one and the three of us, I've had you on all one-on-one. Uh, <laughs> then I interview you sometimes. Don't we talk about nice topics like rape and stuff like that, right? I think mostly you, no, mostly you, you talk about Michael Caine or you, um, you, well, j- you act out scenes from... Hannah um, and her sisters? Yeah, Hannah and her sisters. Well, that's like. what I was planning on doing today, but get this, and some of you will not... I can do it all, okay? I was going to act out the entire movie myself, but I just found out, and this made me mad. You know I've had, uh, most of you who know me know I had a very bad week this week because my uncle left me and my sister out of his will, which were, <laughs> shut up, Murphy. <laughs> in, a, in a classic Just Gow, you know, another piece of the puzzle. Did you ever figure out like, what, what made that happen? Like what was the... the 1974, <laughs> apparently I did something that was so uncool. Uh, no, nobody knows. I think uh, she was anti-Semitic. Yeah, uh, if you look on Facebook, there's a picture, and you can see the will, and it says, we don't consider David Juskow and Beth Casper our niece or nephew. Like, uh, I'll show it to you. I mean, this is a small enough audience. I can show you the photo. When you see it in print, it's much more entertaining. It's the funniest thing that's ever happened, but it also is pissing my sister and I off so much. The good news is, is that my uncle, who converted to Christianity, now burns in hell, uh, which he wouldn't have if he hadn't converted, I guess. So, uh, the, Here's the other funny part is that I went to his funeral and it was in uh, the worst part is I was thinking of defacing his grave because I hate him. And I can't because he's buried in, and he played this one perfectly, Fort Knox. He's buried in Fort wow. Knox. There's no way I can get in there and fuck up his headstone or dig him up and do something really nasty. <laughs> I can't because he's buried in the most secure place on the planet. He, he did it perfectly. He thought of everything. And then when I went to a, a guy at my work and I, and I said, can, you, can we do something? And he goes, well, you can send the nasty letter, but then they're going to say, this is why we kept him out. I'm like, damn it. Well, I think this is really good that you're getting this out. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is I just talk about it and then I start to get really angry again. Like, I try not to. I'm like, well, look, it's, well, it's over. It's very I've topical, it you know, since Prince passed and he right, didn't, he have, didn't a have a will. will. Yeah. And, you know, now everyone who's black is thinking about that. You know, <laughs> this is our thing. This is like, do you have a will? Well, you know what's funny is that... It, are do you, you have really, enough money? Do you have something to give? Are you really... Saying that to be ironic, or are you actually saying that? I'm actually saying it. (laughs) That's the funny part. I know. That's why I was thinking you actually were. No, that's a good thing. But the best part about Prince is that um, his sister—he has a sister, I guess. So she has a lot of siblings that have come out of the woodwork. Oh, I thought I heard about the one, and then I I was like, oh, she seems nice. And then it turned out she's a crack whore. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't Ah. know. Did you, Memo? You must have known. You worship Prince. I I I didn't know if that was uh, proven or just like media hype, but. I did read that story. Well, yeah. every w- girl I know is a crack whore, so I just assumed. <laughs> Rachel? <laughs> a- anything to just demonize the black man. You know, that's what's happening. See, I got to be like the black voice on this show now. Why? Because yeah, you I don't know, have any black friends. You're my black friend. <laughs> Hello, I thought we established that. Marina, I want to ask you something since we're all here. It's like, why are you friends with Dave Jessica? That's a <laughs> <laughs> everybody said that's a good question. question. You couldn't hear the audience, but they all said that's a good question. <laughs> I, I mean, know, he played Foxy Brown music when you came out. What an asshole! The reaction, 
I gave you Boondocks wrapping paper the first day I met you for your birthday. And, and a Black uh, History no, Month calendar. And a Black History yeah, Month you, calendar. No, you also gave me a voodoo doll. Oh, yeah. You gave me a voodoo doll. That's right. I forgot about the voodoo doll. Um, but when we first met, it was with Rachel. Rachel was like my friend, Jewy. sort of. And then... Oh. I'm going for it all. Yeah, and then we were... I wanted to get. I wanted to get high, and you were like, "Oh, my, you were like my friend Dave Juskow has some." Yeah. And then, I, and then I saw you ask him, and you looked at. You were like, "Oh, I don't know her. <laughs> she looks like she could be weird or something. She's black." You like you had that whole thing. I'm from Jersey. It happens. I can't. And then, uh, when I initially, yes, it is true. There is, you know, look. That's the way we <laughs> were brought up in Jersey. There's, that, you know, when I was first going to college, my uncle. Ev- the story was, I hope you don't get a schwatzel for a roommate. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. That is horrible. But that's the way it was back. Then. I mean, with Facebook now, you you know you know what you're getting into and everything. But you didn't know. So when you I call up my roommate, I didn't we're I both trying known. to ju- you know test each other to see if one of us is black. What were you asking each other? Like, do you like the Jeffersons? Like, what what was your question? <laughs> yeah, that's all we had. We only knew white written black things. <laughs> I wouldn't have even known back then, though. What was fr- I would have been like, oh, is what that a hot dog? Yeah. Or, you know, oh, that's no, nice. but seriously, it was, nice entree. I, I mean, you must have had the same thing. I, 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 my family wasn't as they were progressive back in 1982. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a Jersey thing, and may, maybe it is, they but. Well, the fu- but here's the funny part. I mean, it's not just me, and, and it's not funny, but I think we have gotten over it. But um, some of us, uh, maybe I hope on the East Coast at least. Uh, not in the <laughs> South, not Chick-fil-A. But um, they, when we got to school, this guy, Al Clayton, this big Jewish hairy, had most hair I've ever seen on an 18-year-old. Um, do you, you don't remember, I don't know. But he had a black roommate, and everyone was like, oh, did you hear Al Kleben got a black roommate. And the guy was two days late to report to school, <laughs> which is funny. Uh. But he, he was the <laughs> nicest guy, the black guy. But it's like, but everybody was just like, did you hear? It was like a sad... And like, you guys are all looking at me like, boy, this is really racist, but I'm just, this is what happened. Well, it's this interesting because let me clean, clean you up so you don't look so bad. I don't um, mind. The next day... <laughs> it's over for me, <laughs> but you still have a chance. The next day, you hit on me at the cellar after you were so awful and racist, <laughs> the next day you were like, "Oh, who's that hot girl?" Well, I always found you attractive, but you didn't realize I was the same girl Is that from right? the night before. Uh, that you, you were like, "Oh, I'm not giving her my no." No, he, he, didn't. he, he still I, does I, stuff like I that. Did you go into some different lighting? Yeah, thanks to you guys, she is reevaluating her friendship. It's starting to sink in a little bit. Yeah, I do remember you asking about Marina because, like. That day, I was like, you, you're being wildly racist. You have to stop, you know? And then, we, and then um, you were like, but I really like her. I think I'm going to get her Black History Month calendar. And I was like, oh, wild I don't moron. have a lot of black friends. And I, then, I only met black people doing comedy. And then I remember you called me from work. You called me from work, like, kind of whispering, you know? And you were like... <laughs> Well, it was very taboo to me. You were like, this is David Juskow. I want to discuss something with in this crazy voice. And then you were like, I think Marina's very sexy. And <laughs> it was very weird because you were whispering at work. But, um, yeah. Also, I You asked me what you should do with those feelings. Like, it was almost <laughs> like... It was almost like one of those old com- like sex ed commercials from the 50s or something. Like, I'm, I'm having feelings, feelings of arousal. There, what should yeah. I do with them? Yeah. And I'm starting to get hair where I never had before. Uh, I do remember that. That's all true, actually. And then I remember also we went dancing one day. 
I always think about this. You and I, well, all of us went, but you and I were dancing. <gasps> oh, my God. Around this neighborhood, <gasps> like at 2 in the morning. Oh. And I remember thinking <laughs> it was so hot. And it was exciting because we were at some underground club, you know, at two in the morning. And this Marina is a normal were, bar. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No. And the music was bland. It wasn't normal. It was underground and it was exciting. And it reminded me of The Matrix 2. Oh, my God. Uh, or like Blade, the, the beginning of Blade. Yes. Right, right. It's even better. And yeah. in, the, in the second Matrix, they go to the, the Earth's core where it's warm. <laughs> And they have a big celebration, and they were dancing like that. The black guy and the black girl were dancing. That's what I felt like. I know, because it all oh, comes yeah, we back. we were dancing. Yeah, it was great. And then we might have even, you know. We did kiss. It was exciting as we hell. Kissed. I'm the dance player. Telling wow. you, it was very exciting. And now, then I are kissed you? somebody else. I know I heard. <laughs> and then you got really upset. You thought you were special. Then you saw me make it out <laughs> with someone else. I remember. You were like. It's just, it's just like in Risky Business where he goes like, so you park, you know, how much did you spend for this girl? They bought her dinner. All right, 30 bucks. You, uh, gas, 10 bucks. Park, parking, park on the street. All right, what'd you get? She slept with Jacobson. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Thanks a lot. Why'd you have to bring that back up again? You ought to be ashamed of yourself. brought it up. I put away, I put aside my racial prejudice against black people to kiss you that night. And then all of a sudden you stab me in the back with that. It's all right. Re- well, the important thing, I don't re- even remember the other guy, and you're still here. So. <gasps> oh. oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> this is amazing. You're like the best friend ever. It was a very long, sensual kiss, too, because I remember looking over like several times <laughs> Again, and I seeing you guys kissing and then being like worried about Marina and like if she fell. <laughs> you know, it's because funny. You are, he was also putting his hands on the back of his head. <laughs> like, it was like... Yeah, like what a teenage girl does when he, she's being sexy. Like you are was, running your fingers through your own I hair. I was you more hair. <laughs> it's true. I always like to pre- when it, when I feel it when I feel like I'm dead and I start sweating in the back. I get so excited that the back of my head is like uh, has like it, that it, I've been working out, you know, and it's sweaty. Like after a performance, I do it like a girl. You're right. I'm like ah, oh. like I like I'm doing a hair commercial. You're right. I absolutely probably did that. Um, also, I am also thinking about, and uh, you're right, I am so prejudiced. The other scene I was thinking about is Bullworth, where Warren Beatty made out with Halle Berry when they were dancing, and how hot that was. That's what you, that's that, what you were thinking the whole time? And The Matrix, <laughs> where the two black people were kissing. Oh my God, I am prejudiced. And risky business. Well, that's only once you kiss the other guy. <laughs> right. Well, I like how I'm your entire... Those scenes are hot. But I guess they were scenes where, uh, you know, people are kissing black girls. Oh, my God. What's the matter with me? Well, the thing is, Jessica, you are at the uh, bottom of it, right? You are really <laughs> at the core of who you are. <laughs> you mean I'm getting to I me. do. I could see through all that racism. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And there is a heart there. It's a very good, well, sweet Well, you one. know how much I, I do like you and um, yeah. other people of your color. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Maybe two other. I just, I, well, it's funny because I, you're right. I mean, I, I, I don't have many black friends. Rachel's I wonder always, why. Rachel's really, oh, you remember also. You have Keith Robinson? I love Keith Robinson. I went, you know, I really like him a lot. But it is true. I, I'm always like, I can't believe I have a black friend. In my head, this is what I'm thinking sometimes. It's that bad. But I think that's what and growing up. And every time we, like. Every time we leave Keith, he you always have to exclaim like, you know, he was a great guy <laughs> after all. True. 
It's horrible. I'm sorry. You're absolutely <laughs> right. And I was always amazed at you because you came to town. You started rooming with a black guy, Sherrod, who was, you know, who I love too. But I was like always amazed. I'm like, she has a black roommate. Yeah, yeah. Well, Rachel's not like you. She's like, yeah. you know. Nobody is. I know. It. Well, everybody from Jersey is, but, uh, you know, nobody else. But, and then Memo, do you remember that, um, you remember that girl? Uh, the one that helped us with the film? Or which one? No, that one that I met, and she had a black kid. And I no, my white friend who had a black baby, and you were oh, like, but he's a black baby. You couldn't figure, he kept going to her and be like, I don't understand. Wait a minute, but you're white, right? And she's like, yeah. And, and like, but your son is black, right? And I said, and, and your husband left, I assume, and she goes, yes, but <laughs> that's not the point, but you do know who the father of that kid is. I think so. No, she knows who he is, and yes, he is kind of a deadbeat, so I understand the stereotype <laughs> or whatever. Well, and then the worst part, I'm going to go to Memo, I'm like, see? I know, that it like, sort of yeah, gave like you fuel right. for another five I years. Know, but it's like even when you're trying, you're trying so hard, you know, to say the right thing. You end up saying something that's so insane. Oh, it's like, horrible. When, when I you changed my, my hair. Remember when I changed my hair? I'm still, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went I'm still from, angry um, about that. I'm still <laughs> now, angry see, they're going to get uncomfortable, but I see, I don't get uncomfortable with you because it, it just does, it's so laughable. But it's like, um, I went from straight hair, I had long extension braids. And you loved that. I did. And I, I called them cornrows. Yeah. And then I went not <laughs> cornrows. Oh, you're so, you're so dumb. I thought that's what they were. You're just a dim man. That's the, <laughs> <laughs> the problem. I you're thought slow. that's what they were. Don't ever say cornrows. Like Charles Sprewell had cornrows. Oh my god! Why I did found you him keep so attractive that? too. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And he would play. I was like in love with Latrell Sprewell. He just looked so cute. <laughs> And then you went up to my dad, who's a civil rights lawyer, and said, that's so nice that you've been so nice to the black people. (laughs) 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 I was like, Howie, you really have been so nice to the blacks. I'm like, you don't say that, dummy. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of lawyers who aren't, (laughs) or who weren't. I don't know. Is that not the right thing to say? Wait, let's get back to Marina's hair. Does? This is a good story. Yeah, I like this hair. hair story. Yeah, you, you were upset with me for going natural. I'm still upset. I'm still mad that you want to still this keep is, it, keeping it real. You liked it now since I've cut it, though. I do not. <laughs> I don't like the keeping it real style. You know I don't. <laughs> but I, I have figured this out. It's really because you want to have the hair. Yeah, you're Well, right. no, that's a problem And for this me. is not the hair you would choose to have. You want to have long cornrows <laughs> I would give anything for that you're absolutely right that's why I'm so in love with guys that even have great hair I'm always like how about that guy that has that amazing hair yeah it's just jealousy I would give anything to have great hair in fact now you can probably pay for stuff like that which I'd be up for doing yeah, nobody you cares. should you should do it I hate all of you <laughs> for, for all different reasons there's one other thing though I will say this and we have to go but um, oh no I know we were having a good time, except for Michelle's face. If you could see it the whole time, <laughs> she's so angry. That's my neighbor, and she, uh, her puss on her face was just like he's an idiot. I mean, a genuine idiot. I like that you use the another phrase from 1952. The puss on her face. Oh. That's good. It's like, damn it. What I want to know is what was in that packet in front of you. I like that you have the most organized notes I've ever seen. Oh, well. Like, what did you intend to speak about? That's what I want to know. Well, I had some topics. I was thinking of having you guys say something. I was thinking about asking you some questions, and then I thought ill against it. Yeah, it says, look, Rachel. It says, (laughs) 
They're they're now examining the, the subject what is it, matter. What are you it says Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I know you like talking. Our sister is live reading. Well, I was like, well. Soul cycle. Oh, then I was going to ask you. Uh, oh, let's wait. Hold on. This, what, uh, there was one thing I wanted to ask. I like doing this, Rachel. We'll do it really quick. We got two minutes. Rachel knows every celebrity baby name. No, she I'm used to. I know you're not good at it anymore. But let's test you because when she says she's not good at it anymore, she turns out to be good. No. What is the baby name of Michael Phelps' baby? I don't know. It's only, okay. I only okay. know it like All right, I'm going to give ago. you the old one. What about Zoe Deschanel? I don't know. I'm taking a chance that you might know. <laughs> How about Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green? I don't know. Do you have to delete this whole part? Now there's a sadness at the end it. of the podcast. You used to know all this stuff. What about Reese Witherspoon's baby? Um, Ava. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we'd get to some. Wait. No, no. She's got a little girl named Ava, and then the boy. Um, shit, I can't remember the boy's name. But I know, I know, like it's ten years ago. Oh, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. See, she got it right. It's she does Ava know. in Tennessee. That's true. Yeah, there's another <laughs> one too. I can't remember though. Uh, what about Blake Lively's kid? Uh, I don't know. You got to ask me like ten Just, years ago. Which one? That's exactly right. Oh, thank you. How about Justin Timberlake? I'm only good like 10 years ago. I used to be good at this. I know, and now you, used to you be keep so doing good. it, but then it ruins the end of your podcast. You have to delete the section. It's not, there's nothing. Not delete. No, but there's no deletions on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we do the podcast as is. That's the fun. I think you Very should wrong. switch up the order and make your aggressive racist stuff last. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, uh, I will say this that when I voted for McCain eight years ago, I went to the comedy cellar and took my punishment from every black person there like a man. Well, there was only two there. <laughs> oh. well, those are the two people I know. Now, I will tell you this. When I voted for McCain eight years ago, I said to myself, now there's a guy you can sink your teeth into. I'm doing my Michael Caine. <laughs> but I swear, that must have been the worst Michael Caine because if you can see Marina's face, she's like, what the fuck are you even, what is that? Well, it's Michael Caine. I've been told about this Michael Caine. You never so heard it like, before? I didn't know this was it. Oh, yeah, yeah that's it's it. It's happening. Yeah. That's Would I you like, like me to do my Max Foncito before <laughs> I leave? Max Foncito from Hannah and Her Sisters. I saw, I watched television today. I'm also pretending to eat the sandwich that he's eating in the movie. I saw, can you imagine the mind of someone who watches wrestling? <laughs> and they talk, Jesus, Jesus needs money. Well, can you imagine if Jesus came back and saw what was going on in his name? He'd never stop throwing up. <laughs> All right, that's today's show. Thanks, Davey. All right. That's the uh, theme music. Uh, we're going. Uh, Memo Salazar, thank you so much thank for you. coming. You have the thing coming up at medium.com on Sunday, right? Yes. Rachel's performing at the uh, my, the Tampa, the, the improv. West Palm. West Palm Beach. Memorial Day weekend. Colbert. Marina. You're, oh, right. Marina's doing Colbert. That's right. Stephen Colbert. Yeah. yeah. Friday. Does it, air, does it air on Monday, though? I don't know. Do you do taping it Friday? I think it airs Memorial Day. I think it airs Memorial Day. Nice. Marina Franklin, everybody. Can you imagine? She was my guest. The financial Stephen Gobert. Thank you. You guys, thank you for coming. I could probably thank all of you individually by name, but we're out of time. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Podfest 2016. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs>